Can I do the intro or am I? Um, it's up to you. Whatever you want. <laughs> Who's going to begin this journey, literally? Should Watch we, like, scissors? flip a coin? <laughs> <laughs> which, which one do you want to do? Rock, okay. Best out of three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, you p- you start. Oh, <laughs> or you choose. I was start. Oh, okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was a cop out. Oh, okay. Not a cop in. <laughs> I understand. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Hi guys, I'm Bryn Caroli, and I'm Jen Devault, and this is Woman with Microphones. We're here for the third time filming this episode. <laughs> Third time filming the intro. Yeah. This is like the fifth episode I think we've yeah. done at this point. Yeah. But yeah. I think with practice comes practice. Yep. And Not we're trying to try again. Um, <laughs> third time's the charm, I think. Yeah. This, it ha- we have no choice because we're recording this today on the 18th. And hopefully, if everything goes right, this is the 19th that we're releasing it i think i think literally the sky could fall and like we still have to release this yeah because of like how many times we've done it and how much we've put it off and like we recorded the first episode like months ago in august months like and like we were like so hyped but like also like we weren't ready it was so i think we we thought it was gonna be way easier than it was and like it's just not Mm -hmm. and we had a very rude awakening. Yeah, we did. But, like, we're also both, like, kind of anxious people. So, like, I don't think either of us wanted to tell the other that we didn't like it. Yeah. So, we just sat on the footage until we couldn't ignore it anymore. And then one of us was like, I pulled the should, trigger. We should refilm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, slow down. Yeah. <laughs> um, But this is episode zero. This is the introduction. We're going to tell you guys a little bit about us as if you guys aren't all our intimate friends who know all of this information. Yeah. But... That's yeah, okay. That's basically going to be the gist of this episode. Yeah. Um, we're going to do something every week where we're going to do our high and low of the week. So would you like to share? I didn't prepare. I didn't prepare one either. I think I'm just going to shoot off my hip at this point. Okay. So we're doing, we're, our plan is to film these episodes on Thursdays, but because we've pushed it off so much and we have plans for this month, um, we're filming this on Tuesday. So are we doing like Tuesday to Tuesday right now? Sure. Okay, I don't want to go first. All right. Um, I think my high of the week was me and my girlfriend went to a costume party for a good friend of ours, and we slayed. It's excellent true. costumes. They did. It was really great. Um, we were the token gays there, and that's like the best thing ever. Um, I think my low of the week, I got stuck at work because somebody didn't show up on time, and it was absolutely miserable and it really was just on like a really bad day where I had like so many things scheduled. So like when I have so many things scheduled, I have like, okay, I'm going to get off at two. I'm going to be there by three. We're going to do our errands by four. I'm going to get ready. And then we're going to be going to leave by five thirty. And like, it just threw off my entire day. And I was like really miserable and like, actually like the, I could have brought the world down that day. I think. Did that person get in trouble? Um, no, I did call my boss and I was like, they got here an hour late and she basically was like, well, like three of you called out this weekend. So, oh, well. And I was like, okay. So, but I mean, the rest of it worked out. So, I mean, it's okay. It was a low, but you know, it kind of led into the high because my, the costume party was that night. So good. Worked out for me. Good. You didn't have time to think of it. No, I think I've got it. My low was me popping my tire. 
True. I had curbed a turn in Philly, and I hit my tire on a sewer. I did see that on your Snapchat story. Completely flat. Yeah. Um, the, r- the rim is also messed up, but I didn't have to get a new rim, luckily. I was really nervous because I was not trying to drop that money. But um, the high, I got two 96s this week on exams. That's kind of perf. Yeah. Fine. And I, two different classes, both a 96. And I was like, okay, 96. Like, sure, you had to drop Spanish to do it, but. It's true. Uh, it is true. I dropped Spanish. I did. And I'm I'm not sorry. Okay? That's fine. So, <laughs> this is going to be our disclaimer slash warning <laughs> to our family that foul language and graphic content will also occur on this podcast. And if you don't want to hear us talk like sailors, then probably don't watch it. I'm going to try my best to keep it. I'm not going to promise that. I don't I don't want to say PG-13 because I don't think that's correct. But, like, 18 plus. But I also, like, we're going to put these on YouTube. And what if one day my cute little niece, like, I don't want to be saying too much. Also, my mom told me that her boss, my mom's a nanny. And she was like, it, Tess, if you're watching this, hi. But my mom was like, Tess wants to know when you, like, start releasing the podcast. And I was like, I don't really think it's that kind of podcast. No, it's honestly so interesting when people, like, when I tell people, like, oh, like, me and my friend are going to do a podcast together, and they're like, oh, like, what, what it's about, and I'm like, I can't tell you. Yeah, there's no answer. Like, there's not, like, something, like, that's specifically going to be... It's just... What we want to do. Two women with microphones. Literally, that, that, that is, is the, the podcast. Like, that's the podcast, yeah. guys. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. Yeah. But... I mean, thanks for being here. Tess, if you're here, like, thanks. I just can't promise to really satisfy your, like, podcast wants right now. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe, maybe this is for you. But, yeah. To all of our family, um, sorry for some of the the words that might come out of our mouths. Womp womp. Cry about it. So, who are you? As no, a person. No, no, no. You're first. You want me to go first? Well, that's how it's written. All right. So, me and Brynn have a Google Doc that we are going to follow because um, we've, in our three yeah. recordings, we realized that it can get very disorganized very quickly. We so are too incredibly impulsive. People. Yeah. And just, yeah. Neither of us ever knows how or when to shut up, which is great sometimes for this kind of thing. Yeah. But when you're trying to have, like, an hour episode and you're recording for, like, two and a half. Yeah, then it's that's like when it's not. So I think that's the thing is we give too much content. When yeah, we like kind of scale back a little bit. Yeah. So um, we're gonna go be following our Google Doc. So basically, a little bit about me. I'm 24, really old. I really like the first time we filmed this. I contemplated lying about my age, <laughs> just because like I feel like I can. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm young enough that like I could be like 22. Nobody would know. I if agree. Shaving off those two years means something to me. What can you do? Because I used to think I was so old, and like now I feel like people think I'm old, but I'm not. I know. Um, I'm a lesbian. That's how Slay. I identify. Um, I have a beautiful girlfriend, Bailey Madison. We are dating two years in January, which is super exciting. She's like my favorite human ever. Um, and absolutely like my best friend. Love her a lot. Will marry her one day. Not yet, but one day. Um, besides like our podcast um i honestly just work a lot and i play video games i'm a computer science student and 
I now have a big old full-time salary job, which is pretty cool. Um, not going to say what it is because I don't know if I can get in trouble for that. So I'm not going to tell you what it is, but yeah. Um, and then I'll probably save this for after you're done okay, with your little that's thing. Fine, yeah. So okay. um, who are you? I'm Bryn. I am 19 years old, but I feel much older. Yeah. So that's why me and Jenny get along so well. I think we're both like mentally probably around the same age. I would agree. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in between us. Yeah. Uh, I'm also gay. So that's why me and Jenny are so cool. It's because we're gay. Uh, I'm reading Jenny's outline as if I don't have oh, my computer right here. I mean yeah, I don't know why. You were zoomed really far um, out, though, so I don't know. I can read that just fine, actually. Okay. Um, I currently go to Rowan University. I have a major in radio, television, and film, and a minor in political science. And I work there, um, at the Student Government Association office as a student worker. I, I think you're talking probably kind of low. Nothing wrong with you. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, I have a car named Spencer, and I love my car. Jenny has a girlfriend. She has a car, too, but I have, I have my car. Spencer, um, I love him car. to death. My car isn't, like, the love of my life. Yeah. Spencer is 100% the love and light of my life. Um, and a lot of you love Spencer almost as much as I do. Um, yeah, and Jenny didn't touch on this, but we both live with family um i live with my parents which is great and i have a beautiful little niece who is the actual light of my life and this is her in case any of you were wondering that's my beautiful little niece and i uh, i love her to death i talk about her all the time i think it's so cute that like you love her so much i have like seven nieces and nephews and like it wears off (laughs) Like, I love them, and they're great, but, like... Jenny also lives with some of them. Yeah, so, so. Uh, my parents ended up moving away. Me and my two older siblings, my brother and my sister, we all live in our childhood home together. Which is so cute. It's cute as a concept, yeah, like but in actuality, like, it's kind of, like, a lot. Because, like, it's just we're all adults. We all have, like, our own jobs. Like, he has a girlfriend. My sister is getting a divorce because he sucks. And, um... Her two kids live with us now, and then my brother's girlfriend's son lives with us, so, like, we have, like, three dogs. It's, like, a lot. Yeah. It's on a farm, which is, like, kind of cool, too, but, like, again, it's on paper. Uh, yeah, on paper. On paper. Cool. So cool. Getting your arm on by a cow? I fed not, one of them. Not cool. Like, I gave one of them a bottle. So cute. Making those Literally bottles so absolutely cute. sucks, though. Yeah. Like, it's miserable. It's cute. Again, on paper, not yeah. in practice. Um. I'm going to X-nay all my story because I feel like it doesn't segue in well. But Wait, but it's so funny, though. I didn't even tell it to you. But written. Can I just tell them what you've written? Yeah, yeah, When I thought I saw the Salem witch trials, and then in parentheses, yes, literally the 1600s one. Well, because, like, when I, when I first learned about it, it was, like, seventh grade. So, like, I thought it was, like, the biggest deal ever. Like, before, when I first learned about that, that became, like, my obsession. Like, I was, like oh my god and like the way they phrased it was like they didn't really understand not they didn't understand but the way that it was taught to us was like oh we don't really know why this was like such a big deal why like so many people were like getting killed like why this was like a mental thing that was happening and so like 
they were like, maybe it was, like, the yeast that they were eating. Maybe it was just, like, the tyrannical, like, Puritan, you know, thing that was happening, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I don't know why, but, like, it was just, like, I guess I'm not saying it anyway, but I was in a different class at that point, and I, like, was low-key kind of in love with my history teacher, but I didn't know that yet, because I was, like, young, but, like, I was, like, I just think she's so cool. Like, looking back, she's, like, definitely kind of my type. Anyway, um, like, when I say my type, I mean, like, uh, brown hair, brown eyes. Kind of looks like my girlfriend a little bit. Big surprise. Um, and I was, like, in a completely different class, and I was, like, oh, my God. I figured it out. Like, I was, like, because I was just sitting there. I was pouring over it. You know what I mean? I wanted to be, like, one of those, like, Indiana Jones people who are, like, you're, like, you're the one that thinks of it. And so I, like, literally asked my teacher if I could leave my class to go to my history teacher's class. So I went to where she was teaching. She had a class in the room watching a video. So we couldn't just, like, talk. I had to, like, walk into the room, go around her desk, and, like, like, we were, like, I had to, like, lean over and, like, talk to her. And I was like, I figured it out. Looking at this middle-aged woman, and like I'm like 13, and I'm like, I figured out the sandwich trials. I did it. Like I figured it out. And I'm like, the yeast in the bread. Way the, too old for that. The Daddy. yeast. Like it was. That's what it was. And like her reaction was just like, well, that's like one. We think it's one of the contributing factors, and like kind of dismissed me and I was kind of like yeah because you didn't come up with it at all <laughs> completely deflated and I was like uh, is this what rejection feels and like and that's why you were straight for the next like, seven years of your life she shoved me back in the closet because she wouldn't accept my yeast <laughs> <laughs> no 13 is way too old for that but I'm I, glad you I told know. that story though. I thought I really did something I don't know when we were making this outline I saw that she had a story and I was like I want to come up with a story, but I didn't, so. The first time we filmed it, I told a story about how I peed my pants in second grade. Yeah, And I did. think that it contributed to who I am as a person today. And <laughs> Which was the, also so funny. I just have a lot of, like, those childhood stories where I'm just, like, acting a fool for no reason. And pissing your pants. <laughs> and pissing my pants, apparently. It hasn't happened in a long time, knock on wood, yeah. but. Yeah. Um, so, if you can't tell, me and Brynn have been friends for quite some time now. Yeah. I don't really, probably, like seven-ish years at this point yeah like yeah. quite some time um we met in church actually we met seven years ago we've yeah. been friends for probably like about five years yeah yeah um like good friends for yeah. those five years um because like once we kind of became friends it was like we were like friends yeah um but yeah we met in church originally Bryn came in as a student in our youth group and at that point I was a senior in high school so I was transitioning into becoming a leader um so we were both kind of in school. So we didn't really interact at all um, until I kind of became a leader and you were moving into eighth grade, I think. Um, and then so the age difference kind of kept us separated. But once I transitioned into a leader, they like putting the leaders with younger students, because if you go with the older students, you're kind of like the same age. So it's kind of hard to like lead people that are like your peers in a way. Um, so I ended up getting paired with the younger group, which was still Bryn's like age group at that time. Um and I feel like I remember you telling me that you were, like, intimidated me and, like, yeah. didn't like me at first. Yeah. My first, like, actual memory of you, that was, like... I'm going to take a sip. Take a, take a swig. Yeah, take a swig. Um, I remember summer camp, and you... It was, like, that's that's when, like, the student leaders really become leaders because you yeah. just graduated. And you were not bossy. I don't think bossy is the right way to put it, but, like... 
you the just were very yeah and it spooked me a little and and little like 13 year old Bryn was like she's 18 like she's like barely a leader like who does she think she is right true. now true and but then i was like oh she's fine she's okay yeah because like i feel like you ended up in my ydg group right that was kind of like mm-hmm. i feel like how it kind of started and like they encourage leaders to um like start interacting with your students like get involved in their life like outside of church as well so like um you know once we started doing like theater and like kind of stuff like that and like i would you know kind of go to the shows or like other people's games and stuff like that um so, like, and then we would start having YDG, like, outside, so we would go to, like, you know, um, like, a coffee shop nearby and, like, do stuff like that. So, I feel like once, and then, obviously, I kind of started to realize, like, me and Brynn are very similar in a lot of ways, like, in a way that I think that if I had, like, a, a little sister that was, like, a lot like me, I feel like I always thought that me and Brynn were so much alike in the way that she would think and the way that I would think. And I think that that really contributed to me being, like, okay, like, I want you as a friend, which was, like, honestly, like, I don't know if I ever told you this. This came up a lot, though, in church. Yeah, like, not allowed. It wasn't really allowed. Like, not because it was, like, inappropriate, but a lot of older leaders were, like, it's favoritism and, like, you're their leader, so you shouldn't be their friend. so bull to... It's so hypocritical as if favoritism isn't, like, a huge thing. Yeah, like, that's kind of, like, a huge Huge thing. thing. Like, once you're a favorite, like, you're a favorite. Yeah, you're in. you get the benefits of being a favorite. So that's hypocritical of them. Yeah, it was just, like, ridiculous. Like, so many people would, like, come up to me and be like, don't you think, like, your friendship with Bryn is, like, a little bit, like, too close for, like, a leader and, like, a student? And I'm like... As if I'm... As if literally, like, leaders didn't date students. No, literally. <laughs> like, like, that was, like, a huge one. I'm like, she's my friend. Like, why can't, like, you know what I mean? It was just. It was, it was, it was really annoying. But, um, so, I also put the asterisk in here. I don't know if you read that. But, um, like, we kind of started to suss each other out as yeah. being gay <laughs> while we were in youth. So, like, okay. Uh, well, let me, <laughs> let me just what? say, Jenny was way more obvious than I was. <laughs> Jenny, really? like, I like dated boys. Though, I like, feel like there should youth. be like pictures of you in high school inserted right now. <laughs> like, it was so obvious. My friend Jen, who is a fellow lesbian, yeah, saw you one time on like my Instagram or something, and literally immediately was like, uh, and this was sophomore year of high school for me, yeah, and was immediately like, it was uh, it was way more obvious for Jenny. Well, if it was your sophomore year in high school, I'm trying to think how old I would have been because I would have been. I'm a sophomore. In college now. Yeah, I would have been, like, probably about 20. And I realized, like, I was gay yeah. at, like, 19. I realized I was gay actually when I was 18. You were dating men until... Until much later. Yeah. Because at that point, I was trying to convince myself that I was just bi. And that I could, like, shove that one part down. That way I could fulfill my duty as a Christian woman. I did the same thing. Um, yeah, so, like, because I dated men, like, all the way throughout youth. I dated men in youth. Um, Correct. I still, I still have um, one of them on my Snapchat, the one from you, yeah. at least. Um, and then, like, I had other boys, like, through there. They're all really cool. I've, like, talked to all of them pretty much since then. I've talked to one of them all the time on video games. Like, we play together a lot. Um, all of them are great guys. Just not my type, just unfortunately. Guys. I tried. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, was, I was less obvious. But, you know, the gays always know. We've just got that. You really, radar. it really is like a radar. Like, really is like a little beacon. Because I like. was straight when I entered True North. I was not because I was young. Yeah. And I hadn't had too much exposure 
to people other than just like people I grew up with and yeah. I didn't realize that the crush I had on Selena Gomez was a crush until much later mm-hmm. so I was a lot less obvious I was um pretty straight passing until yeah recently I wasn't necessarily because I feel like I wasn't straight passing in church because at that point I knew that I was kind of gay so mm-hmm. at that point I was trying to look for subtle ways that I could start feeling like myself and the easiest way to do that is like the way you dress so I hated dressing you know straight and like you know I wanted to dress more masculine is how I'm more comfortable so I started to dress more masculine and I got like some questions about it you know what I mean but it, I always brushed them off as how I'm more comfortable which was true and it's also like I feel like we were pretty lucky in the sense that like it's fashion yeah, like, it was I know straight girls who dress yeah. similar to you and I. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I could kind of, like, find some wiggle room, yeah. like, in the... But once I got an eyebrow slit after <laughs> I left church, like, there was really no... Like, I couldn't explain the yeah. one. I did actually explain it away at a dinner with all church girls. I don't know if I told you that. But we no. I went to a birthday party. Um, It was after... It was during COVID, I think. It was, it was, like, a little bit after, and I was really hesitant to go. Um, But I got invited to um a birthday party where it was all... Can my you old like type friends the church. names right now? Um, but, okay. Yeah, but it was like so all, them, all but them. I had an eyebrow slip at that point because I I had been seeing a girl from college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think at that point we had had sex too. So like I knew that like at that point I was like out yeah. to everybody except church people. Um, and they were like, what's up with like your eyebrow slit? And I was kind of like... I got, it was like a dare. Oh my god. Cause like, you know, I'm surrounded by a table filled with women that would, that they're the kind that would probably be like, did you have a crush on me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't want to come out yeah. to like nine Did you see my private time. story? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that made me think of when you said yeah, that. Yeah, LOL. Exactly. Because she asked me that. Exactly. So. Um, yeah. So like yeah. there was a certain point where like I was trying to use self-expression. So I feel like at that point. I was easier to suss out because I knew I was gay yeah. and I was trying to take steps to match my outside to how I felt on the inside. Um, unfortunately, that still attracted men for some reason because men well, are homoerotic, but that's besides the point. But yeah, so you ended up leaving church before me. Well, before I left, me and Jenny, we developed a mentor-mentee relationship. Yeah. Which is like the most like close and like religiously yeah like important relationship you can have in the church yeah like it's really um like encouraged that you find like a mentor of somebody who's like older jenny than had you. one um i yeah i had my own mentor um Teresa. love her she's great she's like she, she is great um literally the person that like even after i came out like completely like still love and everything like that um and it's like y- your spiritual mentor so, like, now, kind of, like, how a leader and a student was, but, like, you're a little bit older yeah. at this point, where it's, like, life is a little bit more real. Um, so, you're starting to step into more very real events that are happening, and, like, you know, how do I navigate being with a boyfriend for us? That was kind of funny. <laughs> um, like, stuff like that, where you're, like, really kind yeah. of taking on a spiritual guide kind of role. Accountability partners are a big thing in the church, yeah. but it's a little more one-sided, just mm-hmm. because of, like, the wisdom that... Yeah, so, like, the the way that it's, like, set up is very similar to leadership, where it's not, like, it shouldn't be, like, a friendship, where, like, Bryn should not be coming to me being, like, how are you? Like, are you and your boyfriend, like, 
remaining celibate like it's not like that kind of yeah. thing where it wouldn't be her coming to me it's me coming to her and being like hey how are you doing with school how's your heart big question big question <laughs> in a church triggering <laughs> literally i hear that and i'm like um yeah like how's your heart like how are you doing like are you like being in the word like are you praying are you reading are you your bible i haven't seen you in church in like last oh, week you know where are where are you where were you at yeah you know stuff like that um so we were that but we were we, yeah we so were friends kind of like, so it was much again, kind of i think that i benefited from the mentorship much more than i would have with like an actual mentor because they're like kind of strict and yeah. me and jenny yeah we had a friendship yeah. going into it but that was like a big deal i remember th- i literally remember the day that like we like because we Maybe. we were she was mentoring me for months before like our mentorship became official but like <laughs> <laughs> i remember the day yeah. Um and then yeah, we I was I came into the church in 7th grade mm-hmm. and you were a senior and I left the church for good in November of my junior year. So a pretty long time. Yeah. I, I came yeah, I was almost there for like I can't do the math. Oh, I'm not going to 7th to 10th. Almost almost no, almost 5 years. And I was there for about 5 years cuz I came in toward the end of my junior year. Um, I kind of started going a little bit more sporadically, and then my senior year, I was there the entire time. Um, and then I left when I was 21, I think. Yeah, 21, because I went out on my 21st birthday with people from church. So, it was that, the summer of my, me being 21. Um, because that's also when COVID hit, COVID hit that May. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, so, that was kind of my excuse to leave, initially, because they were, um, they didn't really believe in COVID, so my excuse to leave was that I'm uncomfortable, and I my parents still lived with us at that point, so I was like, they're a lot older, this is, like, not really safe, um, you know, I don't really agree with the way the church is handling this and stuff like that, because they were having still services of, like, thousands of people. No masks. Um, no masks, yeah. like, nothing, like, they weren't tracking people, um, so I, like, left under that guise. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, the real reason kind of came out later when I was um dating bailey so it came out the following february when me and bailey came out or didn't come out but we posted on social media that we were together i haven't like publicly come out like i'm sure people at church know but i had like come out to people i was friends with in january so i had like okay. only been out a couple months yeah and then i had come out to my friends as bi okay <laughs> again like I, I always i always feel bad like when we say but that, it's though, internalized homophobia yeah it, that's the only thing it was and i feel like we're we add to like some stigma that like bisexuality yeah. is like um like a middle ground before you like yeah. figure it out and that's not true we were just incredibly homophobic yeah and we didn't want to accept the fact that we didn't like men so having that option was still yeah like it felt like safety even if you still like men like the tiniest bit like you still have a chance to fulfill yeah. like what you're supposed to yeah but, like, once you admit that you're, like, actually gay, like, there's no, like, that's it. Yeah. Um, Which is, again, like. I don't think it died, but it did go in. I kind of want to check it real quick. You should definitely check it. Yeah. Did, did it, it just go in? Yeah. I watched it. But it didn't make a noise. <laughs> I watched it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Cracks me up. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we, like, you know, stayed in the church and everything like that, um, and then ended up leaving under the guise of um, that stuff. And, like, we both, I think, came out to different people throughout, Mm. um, like, different sections of the church and stuff like that. I think we'll go back into that during our sexuality podcast that we do. 
um kind of how we came out like who why all that fun stuff um but yeah so obviously we've both been out of church for quite some time now honestly i'm coming up on like over two years at this point um and we now have differing religious beliefs as well that's correct yeah um and we'll also go like more into this in our religion episodes yeah but um, I had left the church, and I had maintained, like, a personal relationship and connection with God for probably, like, maybe, like, six months. Yeah. I, like, tried to keep going. And most of the reason I left the church is because I was, like, starting – I knew I was starting to, like, resent God and the religion yeah. as a whole because – Of church. Of church. And I knew that if God was real, that wasn't fair to him. Yeah. Because it wasn't him. It was just them perverting some of his – his teachings yeah so i tried to like fix and maintain a relationship with god and then i didn't immediately like stop believing in him but about after six months i i stopped trying i guess and then i'm gonna say another like six months later is when i probably came to terms with the fact that i don't at the moment believe in anything gotcha i i toyed with like being agnostic but I. You said you're gonna have to include a little runner on yeah. the means. We'll give it a sec. You are not. <laughs> you are not. Want some Scooby Snacks? <laughs> You're just gonna leave it? Oh, yeah. It's like a good minute, yeah. Okay, girl. So, yeah. I was agnostic for a little, but now I um, am considering myself atheist. Uh, even though I left the church, I still believe in God and still maintain like my personal relationship with jesus um i just haven't found a church that is like accepting because at this point like i'm identify as like like i'm still a christian but i'm also like fully fledged a lesbian and like in a lesbian relationship and like bailey has her own relationship with god too um and like we both like read our bibles together and stuff like that um but obviously sometimes it's very hard to find like a religious organization that also supports that um we have found one, but it's down here, so it's kind of far away from her, um, so to find, like, the middle ground, it just hasn't really happened yet, but I still very much believe in God, like, I listen to worship music, like, every morning, and, like, you know, I still pray, and I miss worship music. Well, so I have a playlist, if you ever want to dabble, it's literally called Worship 2.0, that doesn't give me the ick, mm-hmm. because it's, it's music that's come out after I left church. See, but, like, I kind of like the old music. Oceans? Yeah, yeah, but I oh, honestly so hard, can't no think what. about it. Like, I can't, like, listen to it without, like, thinking about it. And then, like, yeah, I get really fair. butthurt and, like, sad. Very fair. So, anyway. But, yeah, we're going to go into all of that stuff in our religious um, yeah. podcast episode. Because um, I guarantee you we're going to break everything down, like, a lot more. Yeah. Um, so, if you're curious about how being gay and being a Christian works, I'll probably talk about that. And, you know, we can talk about kind of wherever you want to in that little sphere. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of, like... 
I think, a little bit enough for, like, our intro, but we want to talk about our future content, because that's, like, really exciting. You know, it's good to, like, know us, but also our next episode, I'm super, super excited about. Me too. Um, Our next episode is going to be our Halloween special. Um, It's going to be our paranormal episode. So excited. Jenny's been pumped for this. I finished I finished the, my outline for the paranormal episode before I finished <laughs> the intro episode outline. So that should just tell you how excited I am. Yeah. I'm also excited. I am excited. Not as excited as Jenny, but I'm also excited. <laughs> so yeah, that's going to be next week on Wednesday, the 26th. Mm-hmm. So we'll look out for that. for that. Yeah. Um, we're also, as we said, eventually going to go into some episodes about religion and sexuality. We will have several of each, if yeah. I had to guess. Yeah, don't so, worry. So, <laughs> um, yeah, if that's not your tea, you're going to have to miss out on quite a few episodes. Because yeah. we have lots to say about that, so that'll probably be coming pretty soon as well. Yeah, we're definitely going to have some guests at some point. Don't really know when, don't know who, but yeah. they will be here. We have a couple ideas. Um, yeah in the works so once we kind of figure that out we're gonna get it there's a segment that i really want to do that that wasn't like that that jenny's aware of mm-hmm. you, you know what i'm talking about yeah and i'm i think that that i'm so excited for that i'm not gonna say any more you guys have no idea what it is you'll have to come back but and it is it's gonna it. be so funny yeah you'll have to come back and see it for sure um so yeah our release schedule we are hoping to release every wednesday once a week on Wednesday, around one-ish? Around. You're just going to have to keep an yeah, eye out Yeah, I would say this is when I'll let you guys know to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we make a new video. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. do that. Do that. Follow us on Instagram. We're going to post, like, a lot of, like, kind of behind the scenes, us filming, us editing, all of the fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, We're currently in the works with a designer to make a logo. So excited. Which I'm so excited yeah. about. Um, and we also, this I feel so silly saying this, but we would love to hear from you guys. We're very grateful to our friends and family who are supporting in this. Yeah. We feel more comfortable releasing this knowing that at least you guys will watch it yeah. and entertain us with this idea that we had. So if you guys have stuff that you'd like to see us do, yeah. give us a text, leave a comment, we're very open to ideas. Like, like we said, this is just us with microphones. I would say, yeah, like, literally leave the comment, though, for the analytics. Yeah, facts. Whether, whether that's on Instagram facts. or YouTube, like, literally just pick one. And then text us and be like, hey, I commented. Go read it. Yeah. And then we'll go check it out and um, yeah. figure that out. But until then, uh, keep an eye out for our episode for next week. Yeah. That's going to be super exciting. Um, and that's all we have for you for today. So, thank you guys it. again. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to us babble for the last, like, 45 minutes. That's so nice of you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting just two women with microphones. It's true. It's true. Um, (laughs) no, I really feel like that's it. Wow. See, now this was so much better than the first two recordings. By a million miles. So, yeah. So this is going to be great. We're really excited. We are really excited. So many ideas. And, uh... This is literally the beginning of something awesome. Yeah. So So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.